We're passing our half-year mark. Seems like 2022 is just as impatient as any other year. Well, rather than a cliche move on doing a whole recap of our past episodes for a special number like episode 15, let's turn things down a notch, cool things down a bit, and just have a chill session for a change. I mean, Banana Corn Podcast has talked about so many topics already, but there's one thing listeners realize the three of us has not yet touched upon, and that is. What on earth is going on in the life of our banana corn podcast hosts? Where are the three hosts now? How are each of us doing in life? Basically, a quick update on our lives. So, lie down, get your headphones on, and let's just chill. Lovely introduction, as always, Cindy. And yeah, let's start off with the question: How are you guys doing? Like, are you guys traveling anywhere these days, or any plans of traveling? So for me, I'm actually currently right now back in Abu Dhabi, home. I haven't been here for three years, so it's been a while since I've seen my family, especially my dad. So these days, I'm just chilling with my family, just talking, getting updates from them, and just chilling back in Abu Dhabi with friends. Going to places that I've been when I was in high school, so just kind of walking down memory lane. Nothing much going on other than that. <laughs> well, you're also planning to go somewhere else, right? Oh, right. Yeah. So I'm actually gonna leave for Georgia. So not the U.S. state, Georgia, but Georgia, the country. Actually, this week. So I need to start packing up. And I heard it's a bit colder than Abu Dhabi, like 22 degrees Celsius. So we'll be enjoying the new weather. It's right next to Russia, so we'll see how you know the situation is like. It's been a while since we like traveled as a family.、Mm, yeah, that's exciting. Are you taking like work off, or because I know you take in all your leaves when you headed to Abu Dhabi? Yeah, so thankfully I actually had all my leaves stored up, so I will be taking leaves, and I have much more because <laughs> I don't、Ooh. use my leaves since I'm in Singapore, and I don't need it to you know see my friends because they're like right there. I can meet them on weekends. I'm just using the stored up leaves that I have, and I'm very excited. Actually, it's been a while since I traveled with them, so yeah. I'm jealous of you, huh?、Mm-hmm. It's been、Same. a while since I've been out to another country. Yes, it's, it's traveling time. It's traveling season these days, you know. Ain't for people in China. In China. <laughs> <laughs> so as for me, I'm actually departing from China this fall,、Whoa. which、oh. it was. Yeah, it was a difficult decision to be made. I felt like it was time, especially、mm-hmm. after experiencing the two-month lockdown in Shanghai. That experience really honed in on my decision、mm-hmm. to leave Shanghai for this period of my life. I may come back in the future, you know, but for the upcoming two three years, I see myself in a different place. And luckily, if you guys haven't heard, but the UK has offered a visa called the High Potential Individual. Visa 
if you graduated from a certain list of universities, you're able to apply for this visa and get a two-year or a three-year if you have a master's or a PhD in the UK. So you're able to just live there, find work with this visa given, and I'm taking this opportunity to do that. Luckily, NYU is part of that list of universities that's mm -hmm. accepted by the UK government, and I'm planning to apply haven't applied yet, did, but had to go through some technical difficulties on that site. So I had to cancel the application, wait for the refund and do it again. But yeah, that is my plan. Is there a reason why you choose UK out of all yeah. possible? Because I remember you, you had, you originally had so many, um, <laughs> uh, original oh. destination. Yeah. Where else? Yeah. Yeah. So. I was, want to talk yeah, us it, through? Okay, oh, you went through all of that. <laughs> it was it gone from Budapest, Hungary to Portugal, Lisbon, now to Edinburgh, Scotland. So at first, I wanted to go to Budapest, Hungary because I thought my company will let me work remotely. Mm -hmm. And Budapest currently has a one-year digital nomad visa for people who work remotely. As long as you don't work for any companies within Hungary, you are able to apply for this digital nomad visa. So that was my plan A. And then my company denied my request to work remotely. Then I was like, okay, why not Portugal? But the Portugal D7 visa has a lot of strict requirements. One of them is opening a Portuguese bank account in Portugal. There's a lot of hassle towards this visa, but it's still doable, but it will take like various steps. Mm -hmm. And then legit, as I was thinking about doing this, like committing to go into Portugal, committing to the hassle of doing this D7 visa, suddenly the news was like, UK is opening this HPI visa for people graduating in these universities. And I just took this as sign from God, be like, yep, he's telling me to go to the UK because this, <laughs> it happened so randomly. It really True. happened so randomly. And then my company also rejected my request of working remotely. So I think my gut feeling is I need to head to the UK. Like something mm -hmm. about this visa is calling out to me. Yeah, this may lead to various opportunities that I might not gotten if I stayed in Shanghai. Then you know? what are you planning to do in the UK? Like once you get there, are you going to quit your job right now or? Yeah, I am quitting. <laughs> I am definitely <laughs> quitting. I am quitting this job. Yeah. I am currently looking for remote opportunities in the UK in the process of actually finding a job and if I can't find a job before I head there then I am YOLOing it you know you only live once in your life I'm legit being an immigrant moving to an unknown country without any plans and starting a new life there no mm. job and nothing so Huge, yeah YOLO big nice. adventure <laughs> YOLO wow yeah because like compared to me like you're on a huge big journey starting on something completely new whereas I'll be staying here <laughs> my travel is traveling here still in the city <laughs> traveling yeah. out of my door wow <laughs> 
because you know as Angela mentioned before yeah Shanghai was in like two three months lockdown I mean they don't say lockdown like officially but basically you can't really go out and mm-hmm. for many of us like it was a hard time but luckily my job didn't really require too much like at least it can be done at you know work from home yeah I guess my adventures today actually started was going to work because I haven't been back in the office for so long so I guess that's the kind of adventure I'm having these days <laughs> also another new update is work has become enjoyable on my end uh, originally yeah (laughs) I mean I've always been okay with my job but like especially in March and April was a super hard time because all of a sudden we had so many new projects and then yeah I slowly realized I got put on the deep end on it I mean not to give any names but like sometimes I'll be put on a project last minute to help out and I at that time I felt I was very much being taken advantage of as someone who was more experienced but like not so experienced that I you know I could be like associate for example because we were so tight on schedule they needed as much help as possible I always got caught on Mm-hmm. I mean, it felt really like special at first. Like, wow, you know, I'm such an important person. You call me for help. Like, I can help you at this stage. But then it slowly got like tiring and a lot of pressure, actually. So then there was at that moment I felt, wow, like I'm not being recognized for the help I'm giving. Like, mm-hmm. even if I help, nobody else is going to help me again the next time. It's always going to be me helping others. And they don't really recognize that constantly me sacrificing my time to make this work. Mm. Yeah, it sounds so depressing. But then I realized there was that one stage. It got really out of hand. And then I spoke with my supervisor. I was saying, like, you know, I, I can't handle this burden. Like, I don't want to be that person who always takes these things last minute. I also want to work hard on my own projects. I also want to do on my own stuff. Amazing thing is, like, the supervisor actually did listen. And he took the feedback. And then he sort out the this new schedule that really worked out and I start to feel like my work is being recognized not just on my own teammates but also the people I've been working with yeah that's the enjoyable part that's when mm. like things got a lot better near May now it's just been curious what next day you know what, what new things I'm gonna learn what kind of new projects we're gonna be working on and who am I gonna be interacting with glad cool. Cindy that your work environment is <laughs> heading in the right direction mine just start like from the beginning just kept on going downhill there's so many issues <laughs> and I really wanted to relate to your point of the idea of being taken advantage of like just today mm. I've realized that I like this whole point of my career at my current company mm-hmm. I have been taken advantage of because of my naivety first and second because it is my first job straight out of college officially if you don't count teaching English <laughs> for three months but like I deeply trusted you know my supervisor in terms of giving me guidance in working in a Chinese culture so Mm -hmm. because she had the experience of working in China for seven years and she is extremely you know nice as a person but I realized that just because one is extremely nice as an individual doesn't mean they are capable of working efficiently so I realized that and I realized that all the tedious tasks I've been
been given that were unclear and without direction, that is normally not acceptable at any company. And I just found that out through my colleagues today. Like if you are given a task, has no direction, has no guidance, that is an issue that you can bring up. You don't have to suck it in and suffer because that's what I've been doing because that's what I thought you're supposed to do. Mm. So I'm really thankful that I, I reached out to my colleagues and like showed them this problem because if I haven't and I just accepted this as what it is, I wouldn't realize the truth. Mm. So I think it's very important now. I even called my brother like before the podcast. I'm like, Brandon, <laughs> if you feel like you've been taken advantage of, if you feel like something is wrong, don't be afraid to speak out because for yeah. those that don't speak out, First, your voice is never heard. will be heard. Mm-hmm. And second, no solution will come to you because you don't yeah. bring up any problem. Mm-hmm. So Exactly. You just kind of reminded me, like, I just went back to the office today. I had like a deep conversation with my HR. And like the thing you brought up just now was exactly one of the things she was worried about. But also like she really congratulated me on like actually speaking out to my supervisor when things got really out of hand. Because if I didn't say anything, it was going to continue. Like, I'm going to always put on the deep end, expecting to, like, help out, save the project or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we don't speak out, they will never know. And, like, management people are also busy. They might be blind to these things. And, of course, it depends on, like, what kind of managers you have. Like, hearing from Angela, like, it's not a very good manager. But usually, you should first try and speak out. Because it's only when you voice out your problems. And if there's no solution given, then, you know, oh, those people don't care. You won't have any regret. Like, oh, I wish I spoke to them maybe it would have changed no just mm-hmm. go ahead and speak and see how it works because you're the only one who can protect yourself and if you do speak out and you realize they don't care that means it's not the work culture for you and it's mm-hmm. time for you to look for another job and this mm-hmm. actually happened you know to me where like I wanted to improve the communication and the work efficiency of our team and I created- oh I feel you <laughs> We're, we're supposed to work on this platform called Trello where everybody like yeah. knows what people are doing, what each other is doing and keep up to date, but nobody actually uses the platform because it's very disorganized. Mm. I didn't have to do this. I took time out of my day to reorganize everything on Trello to even post some posts because on Trello, you can post some subjects, basically think of it as putting headers, mm. putting the bullet right. points, putting the skeleton of everything, right? Mm. I took time to do that. And then to see my work being just deleted by my manager it was really kind of hurtful because that took time to reorganize everything but I guess nobody wants to take time to learn how to be efficient and take time to be communicative communicative (laughs) nobody wants to take time to be communicative (laughs) you guys you guys are actually bringing up a good point because tomorrow I'll be having a talk with my manager like a one-on-one talk like a catch-up session every month Mm. I need to like think of what things to talk about her and just plot out what I need to say I feel like it's just like after hearing you guys it's like am I actually satisfied with what I'm doing am I getting what I deserve I I keep on like questioning that you know I think Cindy is very happy with her current job yeah Kai and I were very underrated we deserve a better job (laughs) I feel like I have a lot to learn but I don't know if this career path will lead me to what I want to do in the future that's what I'm Mm. 
uncertain mm. of. So I feel like, should I take the risk like Angela to kind of explore new things? Or should I see where this goes and where this leads me? You're more conservative. But you know what they say, the higher the risk, the greater the reward, but also the greater the risk that you have to <laughs> yes. take, you know? But mm, I feel yeah. like my risk will be high reward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Angela, you, you trust in yourself. You do whatever you think what's yeah. best for you. There's nothing to lose, you know? You're already not happy with where you are. So it's like, you are just going to search for something mm-hmm. better. And like, yeah. at least you won't regret it. Exactly. Went out and tried, changed your situation, which yeah. really takes bravery. And it's really important. Especially now, <laughs> Hans are questioning state. Mm-hmm. You guys are free therapy right now. Just today, I was in a meeting, but I was checking LinkedIn. And I noticed <laughs> there's a lot of people in our grade, in our school that have graduated NYU Shanghai. I noticed they changed jobs after just one year. Yeah. And that just gave me more like more confidence in my decision and also realized that, oh, okay, it's not just me who's doing this. Everybody else is facing some form of the issues that we're facing of like discontentment. Yeah, I'm finding the right path. Yeah, it's trial and yeah. error. And it's okay because we're young. Once you're like older, it's hard to- It's harder to deviate and you're going to have to face mm-hmm. like the youth. Exactly. And then you also, you might have <sighs> more burdens, responsibility, it's like, it's, family, it, who knows? Exactly. <laughs> it's like, should I jump the ship now or should I keep with my ship? Would you be happy on that ship? Ask yourself <laughs> that question, man. Or what I do is because I didn't expect to be an editor. Okay. Like I, the company did find me, you know, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to go try out and see if this is going to be a, my career or not. But I think when I realized like I got passionate about it, it's like I would find solutions to like any improvements I can make, you know, make things better. That's when it shows that I cared. Like I do find this important to me. So it was not the original career or path I was expecting, but it seems like I care about this. Like I'm wanting to give some thought over sacrifice of my time for it so maybe that's also something you can think about yeah I guess in regards to also with my job I mean I don't know if I actually do care about what I do I mean sometimes I do because coming here to Abu Dhabi I had to you know deal with time zones so I woke up at 4 a.m here which is 8 a.m in Singapore I mean yeah <laughs> obviously I had like a really early start to the day but other than that I would be so dizzy like I remember when we had like podcast meetings and editing sessions I was like today I am not feeling it and I barely talked in that meeting I remember I I, I don't remember what you guys said so. I was zoned out but Did you, were you able to solve it though I solved it by talking to my manager about it and she was able to change it to 6 a.m till 3 p.m here so it's mm. like going to school kind of it's better 4 a.m is crazy <laughs> exactly 4 a.m was oh my god I remember the sun was still down so it would be dark outside and I would see the sunrise I would sleep when the sun set so I would see a sunrise and a sunset and I would start my day and my day in the dark but that is a unique experience people say do I care about my job I don't know I wake up at 4 a.m for it so I bet I do that that shows me commitment I would have just argued with my manager I'm like I'm not gonna do that I'm gonna wake up like 8 a.m. I thought I could do it. I thought I could do it because I would end at 1 p.m. So I was like, oh my God, I have so much time. Yeah, (laughs) worked out. Speaking and going into problems, I have three problems. that is occurring in my life number one has to do with work again well a new guy just came in to my team and he sits right next to me this guy is super 
unhygienic. And what I mean by that is he is a nose picker, man. He oh. nose picked like crazy to the point of like, I even question like, how big is your nose? Because I see your <gasps> nose, it ain't that big. How much Ew. stuff do you got in those nostrils for you to pick every single hour? Well, first of all, if you ever nose pick, to have some decency, put your stuff in some tissues, please. Because at least it's in one location where I can see all the way is in one location and I can see it then I don't feel jittery but for him he flicks his waist at my direction that is what makes it so bad and the worst thing guys the worst thing that happened just two days ago was that he flicked a piece of his waist and it landed on the handle of my work bag. And I had to use my sneakers to flick his waist off of my shoe bag. And that was the most traumatic thing ever. You just cannot imagine. Like, thankfully, we are seat changing. In terms of visa application, I did mention shortly in the beginning of the podcast that I had to redo my UK application. Mm -hmm. So I'm in the process of redoing that. In order to redo my UK visa application, I have to wait for the refund, which hopefully will happen at the end of July. And my goal is to reapply at the end of July and hopefully get all the documents because one of the most important documents, it's called the Eticus. Basically, it is a document that verifies that you actually graduated from the degree you stated and that Mm -hmm. your document is all legit. So that is a company that does that and you have to pay around $300. It takes around 30 working days for you to receive the document. For anybody who is hearing this and who are applying to the HBI UK visa, make sure to get that etiquette document before you apply for the UK visa because that takes time. Lastly, I am currently pursuing a recruiting position at a company that I hope I can get into. I did some desktop research on this company and it seems to fit the career direction that I want to head into. I am currently in the fifth round of the interviewing stage because I'm applying for a recruiting role. The fourth round was interviewing for people that is applying for the same job that I'm applying for. The funny thing is, I was supposed to interview four people, but three of the four did not show up. For the first 45 minutes, I was casually talking to the hiring manager. I mean, it was a great time. Like, I thought it would be awkward, but I really like this hiring manager. We had like a lot of things in common, but the last person did show up and it was a new and a refreshing experience. Definitely, I was new at this. So there's a lot of things that I had to adjust to, but mm-hmm. after that the hiring manager was able to give me some feedback and she told me because I was able to interview one person she needed to see more of my abilities so this coming Thursday I have to do another interview with four people but I think I will be ready for that because I'm going to really take her feedback into consideration and utilize yeah, it so because it's we'll be like good. you have kind of a, a little bit of an upper hand you have like a practice session already if you can say exactly yeah so yeah hope all the best wow <laughs> you have so many problems 
problems. I think my problem was <laughs> I left because I live a problematic life. Job, gotta go to the other country, and then like work. Whereas me, the only big problem I had this whole time was just going to the office, which just happened today. So that was my biggest problem. Was like, oh my god, am I gonna wake up on time? And then thinking about being in the office and actually meeting some of my colleagues. I won't say all of them because my company we're doing like these rounds where every three days different group of people go there. So it's not the whole team yet. So knowing that I won't be meeting all the colleagues, but still be meeting some, kind of nerve wracking, and you're kind of excited at the same time. So that was my problem. And did I succeed this morning? Well, I did arrive in the office. I forgot which floor we were on. Um, <laughs> forgot about that, and then I didn't take the transport. I ended up taking taxi because I still went out late. So I don't think that problem has solved. But a good thing was got to meet one of my closest colleagues, and I think we just naturally connected. We're just so happy to see each other, like person. And then I'd say over the whole day was quite enjoyable. But I do hope to see more people. But it does make me feel like ah, what a journey. It was today by six thirty. That's the time when I get off work. I was so tired. I was like, okay, I want to go back home. I've had enough of the office. It was kind of tiring to be constantly alert the whole time. Whereas when you work from home, you could do some other stuff. But in the office, it's different. And there's like a lot of people. You're so conscious when you talk. You feel like the whole office is listening. I'm just talking about my big adventure. The office, nothing new. <laughs> I love how Angela's scope was international, and Cindy's scope is to the office. Yes, it's my biggest adventure. I haven't been traveling.、Uh, maybe, maybe when when Shanghai is getting all better, and then China is getting all better, then、mm-hmm. if I go to a new city, definitely love to share that because that is my plan. I hope China opens up soon because I've been meeting up with friends these days since I'm back in、mm. Abu Dhabi. I've been meeting up with high school friends and middle school friends. High school friends. Yeah, because I've never changed schools before.、So、I have this one friend. Who I was close with for like ten years, so I met up with her,、Aww. and it was so weird because there's so much to talk about, but you can't talk about everything because you have to go into details. And she's grown, and I've grown, and it's like, should I leave off where we left off in high school, or should we talk as adults? Other than that, I've been just chilling, shopping. Oh my god, there's so many new places in Abu Dhabi. There's this new big mall. It has Magnolia Bakery. That's only in New York. It has Cheesecake Factory. I see Angela's in these faces. We are not jealous. We are totally jealous. <laughs> Well, speaking of meeting up with high school friends, I just received a high school reunion invitation on Facebook the other day,、oh, and、did? it was so weird because it was just a like reality that it has been five years. They're doing a high school reunion, and the funny thing is that my longest friend ever since kindergarten messaged me saying, "Hey, do you want to go to the high school reunion? Mind you, this is in the states." And she knows that I'm in Shanghai. <laughs> she knows <laughs> that I have this lockdown situation. And I was like, I don't know if you've forgotten, but I'm in China. <laughs> And then the funny thing is, she replied, "Oh." <laughs> I was like, like, oh my god! And this has to like relate to what Han was saying. Yes, you know some people for so long, right? Let's say you're like elementary, middle, high school friends, but there's some things that you can't talk about because they can't relate. You know, like none of my、mm. high school friends have passwords, so they don't understand the idea of traveling. Just sounds like being in high school, you were all together, right? But now everybody's made their own decisions. Especially like you, you chose to go abroad, and that has brought you new experience. 
friends, which your friends don't have. And it's just because they don't have that. It's so hard to talk to them, even though you've been with them so long. I, I get that feeling. That's the same feeling I have with my friends from the local school in South Africa. I mean, I didn't even go abroad. I just went to an international school. That's when all of a sudden things just changed. I can't talk to them about what it's like going to international school because they would never know. They've just been in this one school their whole life and basically childhood up to high school, you would be with the same group of people. I do have to add though, I don't really know what it's like having a high school reunion because as I mentioned, I went to an international school and one of the issues with that is every year there'll be new students coming in and new students going. And then what happens is these reunions, I don't know how that's going to work because everybody's scattered all over the place. For us, it's like high school reunion. We don't have that. We just have like a location reunion. <laughs> like whoever's yeah. in Netherlands, whoever's in UK, let's all meet up. But I mean, that feeling, you don't get it because you've been meeting people from different classes. I don't care about who the sixth grader was when I was in 12th grade. Like, no, I want to meet my friends and it's going to be impossible to have all of us all reunited at once in this one spot. Uh, yeah, wrapping up, this is just something very new today. Just a lay back, chill, chit chat with you guys and just talk about our little updates in our lives. I show a little bit of what's going on around this podcast world. As you can see from today, everyone's very busy with their things. Cindy going back to her office, her journey back. <laughs> Angela planning for her future career and her new life in the UK. And me just on the holidays, back with family. <laughs> but yes, we all make time within our busy week for this podcast and for you guys. Thank you, Ham, for closing today's episode up. And thank you guys for tuning in today's episode, Life Update, June 2022. And hope there'll be more to come in the future. And if you haven't, please subscribe, like, and leave a rating for Banana Corn and recommend this to all your family and friends and follow us on Banana Corn PD on Instagram and come back and join us on our next episode. This is us. Bye. 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 <laughs>